0: This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services.
1: And I'm Heather Branch here with Abe talking about ways to help you prepare for your financial future. The RetirementKey.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with Abe and his team at Abish Financial Services. Again, that's TheRetirementKey.com. Meanwhile, we always talk about how time goes by too fast. Before we know it, boom, summer's over. And every September rolls around and it's this time of year, Abe that we remember the events in our country's history that happened on September eleventh. And it just it seems for so many of us that remember that moment, like it just happened. It's hard to believe it's been now twenty two years since September eleventh of two thousand one. And and you and I were talking yep. about it before we came on the air today and you were saying you know exactly the second it happened, you know exactly where you were, you can go right back to that place.
0: Yeah, it gives me chills just thinking about it, Heather. Mm-hmm. What a what a day. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I'm sure just like everybody listening right now, you you remember exactly where you were when we found out that the Twin Towers were were struck. And um, yeah, I immediately started calling family. I just remember exactly where I was and then mm-hmm. made sure my parents and family was okay. And mm-hmm. um, let us never forget right. what happened on that day. and right. just um, All the people that fought for our freedom then, all the people that continue to fight for the freedom of our country now, all the people that lost lives on that tragic day, let's just... I hope we never forget um, because this country is all about freedom and the freedom to do what we wish here. And so the people that fight for our freedom every day is what makes this country great.
1: I always say whenever we start talking about veterans and people who serve, there are no words. There are no words that can give enough gratitude, that can give enough appreciation for the service that they provide to protect us and to keep us free. But we try to show our gratitude whenever given the opportunity. And so for that, our hat's off, obviously, to all the men and women who who serve in our armed forces for you and, and thinking of the families who were affected by those tragedies so many years ago now. Here we are as Americans continuing to live our everyday American life, and that is really what pours into the work that you do every single day in your offices, Abe, working with Americans who have worked their whole lives, trying to figure things out, intelligent folks, trying to put the pieces together for our big retirement puzzle, this big picture that we have dreamt about our whole working lives.
0: That's right. And
1: then we get to this place, and we come to you to ask for your help and assistance figuring out- What our financial future can be and so with that in mind want to talk to you about i mean it's been the question that it's it's the song that will not end about what's going on with the markets what can we expect to the markets what should we be doing about the markets there was this article in the wall street journal saying that boomers seem to be hooked on stocks abe and they can't let go even though baby boomers have seen their share of significant pullbacks in life they still stick with the market as people approach retirement though Do you see a reason that we should be weaning off the stock market, or is it still a big part of the typical retirement portfolio?
0: Yeah, and I I don't blame a lot of people, Heather, especially baby boomers, for just continuing to stick with the market. And, of course, we want to stick with the market, need to stick with the market, should stick with the stock market for a piece of the portfolio sometimes a larger piece than not sometimes a smaller piece than not just depends on your risk tolerance your needs goals and objectives Mm -hmm. but man we know the stock market long-term stocks specifically are probably gonna beat you know most of a lot of things that we can invest in if we stick with it can't time the market we know there's gonna be ups and downs for the rest of our lives you know there's gonna be world events and presidential elections and all these things there are gonna happen But if we can stick with the plan, a long-term plan, a long-term investment plan, that it can work out, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't blame a lot of people for sticking with the market, but when you have enough saved, when you've won the game from an accumulation standpoint, like this couple we're about to talk about right now, then you really have to ask, why am I taking on the risk that I was taking At 40 and 50 if I don't need to anymore so enter this couple that we just met with Uh, they called into the show came into the office a few times and now they are clients they're from Herndon Virginia Mm -hmm. they have about four million dollars saved four million Wow okay yeah there are five on our risk scale middle of the road moderate I would say pretty conservative investors retiring January 1st of 2024 but 80% of that four million was in the market. Really? Okay. And that was one of the reasons why they came in. Well, I've got four million. Should I be taking on as much risk as I am now or should I look to reduce risk and set up strategies and protections that can protect us against, right, a market collapse, uh, protect us against Rising taxes against a healthcare event and things like that. Because if you have four million dollars and you're not spending a lot of money every month, that should be plenty right. of money for most people to live a very comfortable retirement and pass on probably a substantial amount of money to your loved ones if that's important to you. Okay. So as we did their portfolio X-ray and analysis, sometimes we call it a stress test. When they came in, we found out that they were all in Vanguard funds. Nothing wrong with Vanguard funds, but all of these funds were in the market. 80% of that $4 million was invested. So they're acting and invested as, as if they were an 8 on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of risk, not a 5. Uh-huh. Uh, not much at all protecting their downside in the event the markets collapse or fall precipitously. Uh, nothing protecting uh, much at all the life savings that they just worked the last 40 years to build. Right. $4 million accumulated. Plenty enough money to retire with dignity and with added confidence and with added peace of mind. And without a lot of stress, right? Good amount of money saved. So what was a solution for them as we did that portfolio X-ray and analysis? gave them that complimentary second opinion on their whole plan did that portfolio stress test Mm -hmm. we recommended pulling the risk back ask yourself this if you sound like this couple in herndon and you also have four million or more five six seven million or just enough money to retire confidently and comfortably why would you take on any extra risk than necessary And this couple was, they were invested as if they were an eight, invested as as if they were like 50 years old, where they're approaching 70, Mm -hmm. retiring January 1st of 2024, just months away. And they realized that, and as you come in and get these complimentary second opinions from our firm, you can see everything laid out for you. You have a clear path. You can see the path forward when everything's laid out and you know what you're invested in, what the pros and cons are. You have an income plan and a tax plan and an estate plan and a healthcare plan and a comprehensive plan to help you transition successfully into phase two so we recommended pulling the risk back we also recommended committing to the market and sticking with the market but for fifty percent of their portfolio and the way this couple like to look at it heather is that you know what fifty percent of this money we've accumulated about two million dollars can mm-hmm. be for us for us to spend enjoy travel with to gift to tithe to do what we want to do with it but the other two million Legacy and passing those dollars on to their family and grandkids, kids' grandkids was very important to them. And so that was a nice way of looking at their portfolio, some for themselves, some for legacy. So if you're listening right now and you sound like this couple in Herndon and you would like that same portfolio X-ray and analysis, that portfolio stress test, a complimentary second opinion on your entire retirement plan, go to theretirementkey.com. Click on the contact us tab at the top of the page and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well.
1: All right, so dividend-paying stocks are one income option in our retirement. Other streams of income, one that we're all planning on, is the idea of Social Security and the benefits it provides. Retirees are enjoying an 8.7% more in Social Security benefits thanks to the biggest cost-of-living adjustment in over 40 years, Abe. But there's a flip side to this. Whenever benefits are increased, more seniors are pushed into higher tax brackets, and financial planners call this a stealth tax. So can you talk to us about what stealth tax is, how we can watch out for it? Is this something that you can help us figure out how to better factor into our retirement plan?
0: Absolutely, Heather. Look, two big things that people come to us for you know, inside this comprehensive retirement plan that we help all of our clients with Mm -hmm. are social security decisions, social Mm -hmm. security guidance, and also tax planning. One of the biggest reasons why people come to us is for tax planning because most people we meet with have accumulated and saved enough, but like the couple we just spoke about in Herndon, all of the money that they had saved, that $4 million was pre-taxed. So if taxes go up, we could have tax risk there. Well, when you start taking Social Security income, Social Security income is treated differently from a tax standpoint. Provisional income, they call it. And although Social Security benefits have been adjusted for inflation every single year since 1984 through cost of living adjustments, Mm -hmm. when we start taking Social Security and then we turn on other forms of income and retirement, whether it be annuities, pensions, we have capital gains or dividend income, stock income, real estate income, it can trigger different tax events. It can bump us up into different tax brackets, and we need to be aware of that. We also need to be aware of Medicare premiums potentially increasing as well. So the point is, as we turn on different streams of income in retirement, it can affect us differently from a tax standpoint. Got it. So this couple that just came into the office it called into the show came in from Fairfax, Virginia, $3.5 million saved, 68 and 64 years old, retiring this fall, a six on our risk scale of one to 10, just mm-hmm. slightly north of the middle of the road, mm-hmm. concerned with both Social Security guidance and tax planning. Their problem was that they're retiring in a few months, all wages are ending, and it's like, oh, wow, all of our wages are ending. We've got this big pot of money. How in the world do we transition successfully over into retirement? Because there's very little guidance and advice on the distribution and income phase of a retirement plan. More than 90% of our industry are investment advisors, right? They talk about investments and accumulation, and it's easy to talk about that, especially when the markets are up but there's very little guidance out out there on phase two. This is what our firm specializes in, is generating retirement income plans that can help our clients have that income be sustainable, dependable, in some cases last them the rest of their life. Social security guidance, tax planning, all of this planning helps our clients, Heather, protect against the risks and pitfalls that can destroy a wonderful accumulation plan. So in their case, we advise that the wife take her social security first, That would allow us to ramp up and defer and delay the husband's benefit, which was by far the larger benefit in this case. So we're going to defer the husband's Social Security benefit for a few years. That's going to keep the income down. They had a good source of emergency funds, so their plan is to draw cash from their emergency funds, also not taxable income, right, or very Mm -hmm. very little taxable income, Mm -hmm. which will open up the door for Roth conversions, a wonderful scenario to take advantage of a low-income tax environment. So if you're listening right now and you sound like this couple in Fairfax, Virginia, that is concerned with making the right Social Security decisions, is concerned with lowering and mitigating tax as much as possible on their retirement dollars, go to theretirementkey.com, click on the Contact Us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. Thanks for listening to The Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com and join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL.